Buckle up and settle in for a full hour of automotive mayhem with the real car guy, master technician, Mark Salem, where the only two things we can't fix is a broken heart and the crack of dawn. To talk to Mark, call 602-508-0960. That's 602-508-0960. Now, once again, here's Mark. Well, welcome back, everybody, four minutes after the hour of 11 o'clock. Mark Salem here with my son, Alan. Together we have um, 712 years of experience. We have Kurt and his uh, son-in-law, Eric. Yep. God bless you for marrying his daughter and having to put up with him, too. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Yeah. He got me. He, oh. he was after. Oh, he, oh, oh yeah, I'm you. a nice guy, Mark. I got you. And how many years of experience have you guys got? I've got over 20. And you? 40. Okay, so 60. <laughs> yeah. And what, you, you've 30? Yeah, t- 25 probably. Okay, and then I got, I'm with you. I started in 80, 40 years. 40, yeah. 41, 42 oh, years. Yeah. yeah. So you got a lot of experience here. Right? Yeah. yeah. Okay. So we're talking about cars, 602-508-0960. I'm, I'm, let me tell you quick about a, a car shop in Mesa that I'm, I'm also very proud to be on our list of best car repair shops, Thompson's Auto Repair. Been around since 1970. Brian and Thelma come from families in Mesa that started in the gas station business in the 60s and 70s. Both of them knows what it's like to have somebody come home at night and dinner time and smell a little bit like gasoline. Okay, the two of them, you just have to meet them to understand why this is the only shop in Mesa I can recommend. It's not, I'm sure there's other good shops out there, but this is the best. So if you're in Mesa, Main Street, just east of Stapley Drive, they're on Main Street, just east of Stapley, Thompson's Auto Repair and Towing. Let's get Jim real quick, and then we're going to finish our conversations. Jim, good morning. Good morning. Go ahead, sir. Uh, I have a 2017 Toyota Tundra, and... uh, uh, just before it had uh, about 27,000 miles and my wife took the truck into the dealer to have the oil changed and uh, during the oil change uh, they informed her that it needed the injectors flushed. <laughs> oh no, hold on a minute. Stop stop laughing you guys. You're Sorry. embarrassing me. Okay? <laughs> yeah. Stop laughing. I think your in, in 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 your wife's defense, I think she 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 misunderstood what they what the shop said. Okay, we're not going to talk about the, the shop uh, said. No, the shop. I looked at I looked at the I looked at the invoice. They no, 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 hold on, hold on. No, 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 no. Listen, listen, listen. Yeah. It's uh, a okay. he, he he said he didn't want to flush the injectors. He wanted to flush your wallet. Oh, you know what? I think you're right. Yes, <laughs> yes, yeah. It, it, he just yeah. used yes. It was the wallet. Yeah. Um. And so, what did you say? Uh, she she went ahead and did it. How much was it? Uh, $228 for the Ooh. Oh, you know what? I got bad news for you. I just looked up your car on your Tundra. Um, we're down here on Warner and I-10. That needs to be done every 10,000 miles. That's right. And, and I'm going to beat their price by 50 bucks. Can't you do it through the mail? Okay. Can it just send you the check, Mark? <laughs> um, you, yeah, uh, I was... Um, yeah, I want to tell you something, uh, um, Jim. This, this, but, you have yeah, wadded up I my mean, underwear I'm, is tied around my, my my neck right now because an injector flush without symptoms is uh, is just a uh, it's a a highway robbery as far as Mark Salem's concerned. Well, that was only the first part of the hurt. The second part was where I questioned her her getting it done. Then I had to put up with her. All right, Mark, you're on. I can't. <laughs> I 
I can't, I can't help you with that. I'm sorry. I can't help you with that. Uh, and I'm not going to help you with that. Um, I'm not very good with the marital relations. You just um, said you was. I, I, I am with one person. Oh. <laughs> Myself. <laughs> Even Renee doesn't trust me. Um, Jim, you're on your own, big dog. I'm sorry. It, 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 the, if you really want, the next time, have your wife... Just say it's really simple, and this is where they get really flounder. Is just say, can you show me where that's recommended by Toyota in my owner's manual? That's it, right yeah. there. Teach her yeah. that. Teach her that. And and if it's it it's yeah, twenty seven thousand miles on a Toyota, I, uh, just n- not a chance. And another thing they could do too is is write down that I need this on the back of your business card and put the amount on there. Yeah. And tell me that I am absolutely due for this on yeah. the back of your business card and then initial it. Yeah. Because they're not going to do there's, that. There's just real quick. There there are there's only one reason to to do to do a, a fuel injector flush and these guys all agree. The uh is to aid in the diagnostic uh, diagnostic process. Simple is that and you're going to be yeah. well aware of that. That is not a routine maintenance type of a deal. That is, you know, if once in a blue moon, we'll add an additive to say, I just need to know better, worse, or the same. And, and that's a change. It. Yeah. We're looking for change. Yeah, that's yeah. it. You know, no better, much better, much worse. Um, that's it. And then another thing I could add to that, too, is is um, I've never done any fuel injection work on any of the uh, high-performance trucks I, I have. So if you just, um, when the freeway's clear and nobody's out there, if you can see how fast the thing will go, that really helps flush the injectors <laughs> a lot, too. <laughs> yeah. I'm kidding. Are you well, are you volunteering to borrow his truck for the no, night? Or? No, I'm not. Oh. <laughs> so Now, well, yeah, we... I was yeah, say, we tell our customers that. Believe me, it made absolute no difference in the way the truck ran. It did. It did. It made a difference, but not in the way the truck ran. <laughs> well, it, no, 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 it, it, it did a little, a little better. Yes, it was a little bit lighter. Yes. Yeah. Your, yeah, 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 yeah. Your wife's purse was just two hundred twenty dollars lighter. <laughs> Now we're. Ma- he's, I, I yeah, wish I you had not said a dealer. I wish you would have said a shop. But we are. We, our industry, whether it's the chain, the independent, the mom and pop, the dealer, the fleet, we're. Uh, every single aspect of my industry is directly responsible for creating that kind of perception that if you don't have your injectors flushed, it's going to cost you more money in the long run. Yeah. So it's yeah. it's not fair. But um, uh, Alan. How often do we flush injectors at our shop? We don't. I mean, I can't remember the last time we did it. And, and it's, every once in a while, we'll have a shop come in because we have a, a, a bench tester for the old, like, TBI. Or not TBI, but the old, uh, you know, injectors, old GM injectors. And we'll flow test them. Uh, but they're out of the vehicle on a thing, and we can look at them and show them before and after and stuff like that. But it, that's few and far between. How about you, Eric? Uh, How often are you flushing? Is a flush we don't do. Your normal, your newer... Direct injection direct totally in, different yeah. animal, are totally yeah. different. They do have a carbon buildup problem, and there is a additive that we run uh, about every fifteen thousand, but it's not even that much. Okay. It, it, but it's also part of a complete package of cleaning the carbon out of the intake and all that stuff. And they so, come in with a rough idle. Yeah, okay. yeah, yeah. And 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 what we're talking about, we're talking about fuel injection version one. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Work with me on this. And version two. Right. Okay. So the version one is everything we've had since the mid nineties. Eighty six and up. Eighty six and up. Okay, I'll go with that. Eighty six yeah. and up. But just recently, we've gone to this new uh, direct DI yeah. direct injection. 
section. And so that's kind of version two. Version two has its own set of problems we're all well, well aware of. Yes. Right. Major problems. Right. Major problems. And, and I don't know that we anybody has ever sat down and said, this is going to fix the problem that we have because we don't have the fix yet. No, we don't. We have things that help, but that's it. Fix. But as far, as far as Alan and you are concerned, to do this as a routine maintenance because your car is going to love you more, the only person that's going to love you more is the person that's getting the $220. And besides that, I'm surprised that's a hell of a lot of money for a fuel <laughs> injection flush. <laughs> it's not surprising, but that's a ton of money, yeah. That, sure. that is. Yeah. What, 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 would, what would you charge on a diagnostic? What are you going to charge for a fuel injection flush on a, for a diagnostic? I mean, if I was going to just do it, it would probably be a hundred bucks or something like Alan? that i don't I, I i don't know i i, I can't even mean like i can tell you that the gdi is probably about that much that service but the chemicals are like 75 and okay. it takes about an hour but That's you're talking about version two totally yeah, different yeah, totally yeah. different issue i'm thinking 100 to 150 dollars because we're yeah. talking about an hour's worth yeah. of work and some yeah. chemicals yeah. Yeah. Right? Right. right so that's the diagnostic part it's gonna this is going to get us to the next step but you brought up a good point that if there's an engine miss yeah. That's that's when that might be a flushing the injectors might be appropriate to diagnose that. Yeah, and we've done that on on the version one injectors mm-hmm. when we're dealing with an engine miss and it isn't compression, it isn't ignition. We'll we'll run an injector flush through. We do have a kit. We use it very seldom, but if it's to diagnose an issue, yeah, okay. we're gonna we're it's, gonna try it. It's kind of that spot where. Um, it's a misfire that you can feel, but it's not bad enough yet to where you get a check engine light. Yeah. Or so. It's just yeah. kind of a rough idle, you know. It's in that in that sweet spot there. And the check engine light comes from we've got too much fuel running out of the tailpipe. We're running too rich. We're running too lean. We've got a knock. We've got all these other yeah. kind of stuff. The computer's saying I see something that's wrong that's related to an injector misfire. And so, it, anyway, um, I don't know what to tell you, Jim. How long have you been married to that witch? Uh, we've been married. <laughs> 55 years. <laughs> <laughs> get, Jim, Jim, if you could have seen the looks on these guys' face when I said that. <laughs> you... I hope you bleep that. <laughs> Jeez. <laughs> Jim, I want to tell you something. What part of town do you live in? Oh, we're in North Phoenix. In North Phoenix? Um, I, yeah. I, I, I want you to send me an email, um, and and uh, let me think here now. How can we? How know? are you going to get out of this one, Mark? Yeah, <laughs> I, I'm going to tell you how I'm going to get out of this I'm, one. I'm waiting. I'm, I'm Kurt's going to give you a free oil change. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Alan, you're supposed to be no, on my side. No, we'll pay for it. Oh, okay. No, uh, I'll minute. pay for wait it. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. He said he had a two a 2017 Tundra. Yeah, and he had a wife, and he has a receipt with an injector flush. Okay. Uh huh. All right. Here's the deal. Kurtz is up at I-17 in Bell. Are you listening to me, Jim? Yes. Okay. When he comes in for service on a, in a 17 Tundra and he has an invoice with a fuel injection flush, the first $100 I'll pay for <laughs> in, to, okay. to, because I made that stupid joke about his <laughs> wife. And, 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 and so, Kurt, and... If she, if Jim or his wife comes in and they have those pieces of evidence, see, I got to think about all the people that are going to try to sneak in on this deal. But he has an invoice with a fuel injection. He's got a seventeen Tundra, yeah. and he's got well, a yeah. wife who paid for it. Hey, Jim, when you come up there, we'll make yeah. sure that you spend at least a hundred dollars, <laughs> even if I got to give you a rebate. Okay, <laughs> even if it's another fuel injection. <laughs> 
think you have a Bob, way of taking the fuel injector thing out, right? <laughs> oh, oh, we're gonna we're gonna flush you like you ain't never been flushed. All right, hundred dollars, Alan. When when they call you, give them a company credit card and pay a hundred dollars for me being able to. And, and I please tell your wife I. I, I am sorry. It was a stupid thing to do, oh, but it it did. It was damn funny. <laughs> you should, Jim, you well, should have yeah, seen the looks on their face in the studio. It, it went from just a, a simple oil change to to the uh, uh, the injector flush. It wasn't like we asked them to do anything else. Uh, it's uh, like I said, business is tight, and the intervals, uh, service intervals are longer, and uh, our industry is struggling because when you put out a car, we used to change the oil every three thousand miles, so we got to we got to bite at you every three thousand. Now we're going to see you once a year, maybe once oh, a year. Yeah. So all of a sudden, we've lost a lot of our business. So we're going to start flushing your wallet. They just did it to okay. the <laughs> <few> injectors. <laughs> all right, I got to go, but thank you, Jim. Hundred dollars. Don't forget that. Okay. <laughs> yeah. I, I mean, I, I'm going to catch flack over that for, from now until a I, long I, time. I, I'm still not sure you're through it, Mark. Uh, I, and I, I'm, I'm. You're right. You're right. You're right. Yeah. I, I don't. I, I'm just going to take a break because <laughs> I can't even talk. Um, Dan, stay right there, and Mark's going to get his, uh, his, uh, um, his, his stuff together, and we'll be right back. Hello, I'm Greg May, the proud owner of Phoenix Body Works. I started in 1982 and still love fixing mangled vehicles. I'm proud that for 32 years, my staff has been able to provide the finest collision repair service in the valley. Industry standards tell us how to fix your car, and we don't fudge that. Leave your worry and stress to us. It's what we do. When you have an accident, remember, the law states that you have the right to choose your collision repair shop. All our estimators and technicians are our car certified, We have all the necessary state-of-the-art equipment to fix your vehicle right. We welcome you to visit Phoenix Body Works anytime, even if you just need a bottle of water, a cup of coffee, a snack, or to use our Wi-Fi. Phoenix Body Works offers free shuttle service, or if you need a rental car, don't sweat it. Enterprise is right next door. At phxbodyworks.com, I will explain the entire collision repair process to you in two minutes. My name is Greg May. And I wrote this message. I'm Dr. Andrea Russo, a cardiologist. Maybe you're waiting to talk to your doctor right now. But if you're having an irregular heartbeat, heart racing, chest pain, shortness of breath, fatigue, or lightheadedness, don't wait. This could be a serious condition like atrial fibrillation, which can make you about five times more likely to have a stroke. If you're having these symptoms, don't wait. Talk to a doctor by phone, online, or in person. Brought to you by Bristol-Myers Squibb and Pfizer. Listening to 960 The Patriot Online doesn't mean you have to sit at your desk. If you're on the run, doing housework, or on your drive home, 960 The Patriot is at your fingertips wherever you are or whatever you're doing with the Patriot app. The Patriot stream is now sponsored by Guns Etc., an A-plus company working together to bring you an A-plus listening experience. Download the app today at your app store. It's the best way to listen to your favorite shows no matter where you are. Brought to you by Guns Etc. 
I started my adventure as an aerospace medical technician. Flight medic in the Air Force Reserve. Satellite system operator. As a space systems operator. And I'm a pilot for the Air Force Thunderbirds demonstration. We deliver the world's timeliest environmental intelligence data. Flying to Afghanistan, bringing wounded warriors back to Germany. We take care of injured personnel on a daily basis. And then flying them from Germany back to the States. As a member of the Thunderbirds, I get to be a part of a team that passes on the message of the United States Air Force Reserve to the U.S. and the world. It's a very exciting career. One of the greatest things about the Air Force Reserve is all the different opportunities. Training in the Air Force Reserve is second to none. It gave me the opportunity to go to college. The Air Force Reserve actually paid for my education, which allowed me to commission. It was definitely a bonus. Probably the most exciting thing I've done is support humanitarian relief operations in places like Haiti. The Reserve gave me the opportunity to learn something totally different from what I did. Being able to travel. I enjoy the getaways that I get, and I enjoy the camaraderie and fellowship I share with all my unit mates. We're really close-knit. We're unique. And the Air Force Reserve gave me all those opportunities, and then even more. Start your adventure in the Air Force Reserve. You don't need to get a second job as a stuntman to save money. We need a new stuntman. You just need feedthepig.org. Don't get left behind. Get tips and tools at feedthepig.org. Brought to you by the American Institute of CPAs and the Ad Council. Looking for a radio station that cares about real news and not afraid to go beyond the headlines? There's only one station for you. 960 The Patriot and 960thepatriot.com. Raised up from under my minutes after the hour of 11 o'clock. My name is Mark Salem. We're here down at the studios in South Tempe. We've got Eric and Kurt from Kurt's Automotive at I-17 and Bell. Alan, my son, um, who's a derivative of me, um, is sitting here next to no, us. No, I'm not. <laughs> There's four of us here that are having a lot. adopted. <laughs> I've never wanted to do more. Right this second. <laughs> Oh, God. I don't know. This is going to be a BOS. You know what I mean? You know what BOS stands for? Best of show? Yeah. When Mark Sickert doesn't feel like doing the show, we throw one of these on there. Ah, uh, no. This one's going right in the trash can. <laughs> oh, God. Well, I, I hope Jim can cover the Listen, between you and me, if, she, if 100 ain't happy, you can go to two. Okay? <laughs> Whatever it takes. Whatever yeah. it takes to make her happy, yeah. you can go to two. I'm just telling you that right now. All right, let's go to Dan. Dan, good morning, buddy. You have our 100% of our attention. Mark, good morning. Hey, enjoying your show. Entertaining. So, hey, I've talked to you before uh, on this, uh, looking for opinion. On, I've got my old 44-year-old Chevy truck. Okay. And I got an oil question. Okay. Uh, it's uh, uh, V8 400 small block. Okay. And about 120,000 miles, uh, occasional use. And I've got a little bit of oil smoking just till it warms up. And I've always used 30 weight with a little bit of STP in it. Uh, kind of a old school, old guy, old truck situation but my question is if uh would it be okay to switch to like a 10w30 high mileage oil or stick with the old straight weight 30 weight wait a minute what are you, are we still talking about trying to fix this blue smoke on cold startup no just to maintain it oh not, yeah i think you 
Uh, I, I don't know. Uh, you guys get your f- answers formulated because I'm not calling his wife any names. But <laughs> I'm telling you that right now. But I think you, 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 you go to the dance with the, with the, with the same girl. I, if, if, you're, if you're in good shape right now. Don't change it. Right. Okay. Yeah, because that's work. Good. Like I said, it just smokes a little bit for uh, about five minutes so it warms up, and then it's smoke-free. So I think the guides are probably gone. But uh, all right. And, and uh, it, any any difference between a, a so-called high mileage oil or just a straight uh, like ten W thirty? I guess it, I know you've always said all the oils are all the same anyway, but but. The, the folks that claim a high mileage oil, is there any difference in, or has it already got STP in it? And rattled the valves and just kind of rattled yeah. everything. More than likely on a small block 400, he's got valve seal issues from what he's describing, the, uh, so, which yeah. is not a big deal. Yeah, Alan, you want to chime in? No, the truck's older than me, so <laughs> I'm gonna forward that to the ones of you guys. Okay, okay Mister Mister, uh, you're no, you're the same age as yeah, I you know. Okay, uh, the problem is, is I have a newer technology focus. Focus. Okay. Uh, I would personally be running the 1030, uh, clean okay. that system out, and see whatever whatever's left is left. It's I mean, not it's gonna hurt to f- nothing. It's, it's not gonna smoke. hurt it, but. Mm. You're, but you're, Kurt's right. You might increase your smoke output, but that's just magnifying the problem that you have. You're just covering it up okay. with a 30 weight. And and something okay. else, too. It, uh, a 1030 flows like a 10 weight when it's cold and flows like a 30 weight when it's hot. There's no such thing as peanut butter and water, although those are the visual extremes that I use in radio. Okay? okay. But a 1030 flows like, the viscosity is like a 10 weight and like a 30 weight. Your motor really doesn't know the difference, and there's no way your motor's going to die early or late, depending on whether you're okay. using Valvoline or Chevron no. or yeah. oil. It just it's easier okay. on your on your valve train to have a oil moving faster when it's cold. And, and I agree with you. Yeah. I like the idea of the thinner mentality because we're flowing oil and it runs faster. It picks up heat. It dissipates heat easier. All that good stuff. And and okay. zero weight oil is something that we're already up against now. We're yeah. zero sixteen. Right, yeah. zero yeah. sixteen. So when you talk to some of us old gray haired guys and you're going to put a zero weight oil in our car, we're leaving because you've lost your brains, young yeah. man. So, yeah. okay. righty. Alrighty. Had a, had, had a second question on, on batteries. Okay. Uh, on a newer car, uh, uh, 2017 Hyundai, the AGM uh, valve regulated battery, which I guess there's limited. You can only get them from the dealership. Is there what's the scoop on? No, it does need an AGM battery, but yeah, it does need an AGM battery, but it does not need to be purchased at the dealer. Aftermarkets make yeah, the same they, ones. Yeah, there's, they're they're all over. Yeah, they're all over. Uh, it's it's common, especially your start to stop technology. Yep. Almost all of them have an AGM battery now. They're they're twice the price of the standard, mm-hmm. but yeah, um, something gas mat or a glass mat. What is it? Absorbent glass mat. Absorbent yeah. glass mat. Yeah. The, yeah. the bottom line is, is that they'd like you to believe that, but somebody in the back room of the auto parts store is putting their own tag on there, and that same battery is available to all the rest of us. So just shop around. Okay. But the answer is, is you're going to need to stick with what, with the girl that took you to the dance. Okay. Yeah. All righty. Okay. Thank Excellent. you. All right, Harry, you're up next. Yeah. Wow. You're not <laughs> <a lot on> <laughs> 
Hey, is this your Harry? Yeah, that's uh, our Harry. Is uh, it? Is it your Harry? Yeah, yeah. Oh God! Yep. And he's gonna he's <laughs> gonna correct you, Mark. You're on the air, Harry. Don't use any yeah, F words, okay? Okay. All <laughs> okay. right, go ahead. Okay, I got a couple questions on on uh, oil and stuff. Uh, I, I, I've got two vehicles, and I drive them, you know, uh, five thousand, six thousand miles a year, tops, and uh, well, my truck even less. But um, I always use full synthetic. I'm, okay. I'm just of the opinion it protects a little better, you know, it even gives you a little better gas mileage, maybe, huh? Well, that's the marketing strategy, but it, right. it, it has to do with oxidation when it turns to a tar and when it turns to a solid. That's what the benefit of synthetic is. But right. I, I, I'm going to comment on your oil change stuff. If I if my mother, and I, I, I do love my mother in spite of the fact that she couldn't always say that about me. Um, if my mom was going a year and she was going 6,000 miles a year, I'd put her in a conventional oil then a semi-synthetic, and then a full synthetic. But that year, most of the oil manufacturers say, hey, we need to change the oil at least once a year. So in okay. your particular case, there's three oils, and they all have different oil change intervals. There's conventional, <clears throat> a blend, and a synthetic. And you just need to decide what will get you through the mileage in one year. And if I were you, I'd change it in April at the beginning of the summer so you go through the, well, that's the summer with fresh. Yeah. Here, but so <clears throat> I don't what, what, what are you going to put in Harry's next time he comes in? Uh, our basic, we don't even run conventional no more. Okay, our, so our basic oils are a, a, a but Harry, a blend. Harry's got that EcoBoost with the twin turbos. So yeah, it's, it's going to call for a synthetic. I agree. Yeah. I agree. You you don't want to mess so, with that. So yeah, yeah. So some of them are just going to call for it, and he's just not going to get the full potential out of it. And that's a, that's a, a nice way to put it. He's not going to benefit from the longevity because of the small amount he's driving right. a year. But that's it, Harry. That's it. Other than that, I've got uh, a camel in the backyard if you need to use any of his special. Uh, yep. Uh, <laughs> yep. It's a vehicle. They they give you synthetic blend, and they're telling you that uh, that's what they use. You know, uh, but they won't tell you how much synthetic is in the oil. It's just blend. No. Nobody no. knows. Nobody knows if it's fifty fifty or ninety ten. Right. It's right. it's three to five thousand on conventional, five to seventy five hundred on semi synthetic, and seventy five hundred north, all the way to twenty thousand on the sin, sin. Those are the general uh, parameters that we're all, all right. going to use. Anyway, Harry. Anyway, thanks for calling, buddy. Thank you. <clears throat> all righty, Mike, you're up next. Yeah. Hey, Mark. Update. I um, I have the Lexus uh, two thousand eight Lexus transmission question earlier uh-huh. i called uh, arizona uh, transmission exchange he didn't answer so i called lexus and they recommend the service manager recommended every ninety thousand miles flush and fill there's no filter okay so he okay. said at you know 175 he says bring it in it's probably do okay I mean, hey hold your start we'll be right back did you know Rain Tree Auto Repair is ranked number one in the entire United States by Mercedes-Benz for their repairs? Andy Val, the dad, and his sons, Tom and Paul, operate Rain Tree Auto Body in North Scottsdale. They've been around since 1972. Sure, they fix Kias and Hondas and Chevys and Fords, but they are rated the best for their ability to correctly repair the Mercedes-Benz. Remember, Rain Tree Auto Repair is ranked number one in the entire United States by Mercedes-Benz for their repairs. They have a machine called the Select Bench. 
Rangetrash. It's the same jig they assemble your car on. Raintree can put your car back to its pre-loss condition with 100% accuracy. Raintree Auto Repair is a BBB member with a plus rating. Raintree Auto Repair provides free estimates and they'll give you a lifetime warranty on all paint and bodywork. They use the best glasserate paint and it's waterborne paint so it has no environmental effect. For more information, stop by RaintreeAutoBodyInc.com. A senior data scientist at the University of Phoenix, Inc. in Phoenix, Arizona, will develop the frameworks and new analytics projects related to student numbers, behavior, engagement, and academic outcomes. Requires a master's degree in statistics, mathematics, or a related quantitative discipline plus one year of experience analyzing data. Experience must include one year of experience with each of the following using SASR, SPSS, or MATLAB to conduct data analysis, including regression forecasting models, factor analysis, optimization, tree-based models, natural language processing and linear, integer, mixed integer, quadratic, and combinatorial programming, and using SAS Enterprising Guide, SPSS Modeler, or JMP. Interested candidates send resume to phoenixjobs at phoenix.edu, reference code 160 in the subject line. Hey everyone, you know, let's all stop what we're doing right now and take a moment. That felt good, huh? Just like that, we had a nice special sort of moment, together. Of course, they don't all need to be quiet moments to be special. They could be loud moments, goofy moments, sporty moments, dorky moments. Moments where we talk or walk or just hang out. It doesn't really matter. They all count. Because every time dads like us take a moment like that to spend with our kids, well, it's pretty momentous. (laughs) Sounds like somebody agrees. So let's take a moment to make a moment. Today, call 877-4DAD-411 or visit fatherhood.gov. Brought to you by the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services and the Ad Council. Vision loss is not something that you feel until it happens. Most people lose their vision from diseases like macular degeneration and glaucoma, not at birth. With macular degeneration, you lose your central vision. You have a blind spot right in the center of your face, so I can't actually see your face. So even that little circle in which I could see became a big blur. I was 65 when I first was diagnosed with glaucoma. There were no symptoms. I had no headaches. Three million Americans have glaucoma, and half don't even know it. Eleven million people in the United States have macular degeneration. You lose mobility, independence, changes your entire life. So many eye disorders can be treated if caught early. My husband tells me that I have beautiful brown eyes, and I don't want to lose that. Make a plan today to get your eyes checked. Visit brightfocus.org to learn more. Oh boy, I don't know what the, my life's going to be like here in the near future, <laughs> but Mike, we did, we did understand that you're the old 8, 08 Lexus IS250 with 170000 and we were talking about the tranny service. Just quickly give me the response that you just got today. 
Yeah, the service writer at Lexus said it has to be uh, flush and filled every 90,000 miles. Okay. Okay, and and, and what do what do we think about that statement? I yeah, think I would agree. agree. Okay, yeah. well, you got four agreements here that that sounds like something that is holds water, and it sounds like it's something that benefits the car owner more than it does the person that's doing the work. So yeah. we agree. Thank you, right. Mike. Thank you for clearing that up. Chuck, you're up next. Yeah. Hi. Good morning, everybody. Um, I, I didn't know there was such a thing as a four wheel alignment. And I'm yeah. wondering if a four-wheel alignment's worth it. It's a 14 Passat, and I have a tiny bit of wiggle over 70 miles an hour, but that's about it. Okay, well, um, it's not a good idea to go into your shop and have this conversation because you don't know the temperament of the people in the shop. But let's go back to the wiggle. Um, how many years have you been married? <laughs> <laughs> I'm teasing you. I'm teasing you. I'm teasing you. Um, tell me about uh, the wiggle. Probably it's, over 40. Okay. Okay. God bless you. I, I, I can tell you right now, my, my record, how long have I been married? 47 years? It's over today, too. There you go. Um, let, me, let me ask you a question. The wiggle, is it in the seat of your pants, in the steering wheel? What is it? It's in, it's in the wheel, and it's slight. Okay. Here's what I'm thinking, and these guys are going to, I hope, agree with me. First of all, when we do a four-wheel alignment, we want to make sure that the back end of the car is following the front end of the car. That's it. Mm -hmm. And we're looking for tire wear, and we're looking for reasons to do that work. It's it, In my world, it's not a maintenance issue. It's not something that you have to have once a year. No, we're no. looking for symptom-driven reasons right. to do that. So in your particular case, I'd just have somebody address the wiggle. I wouldn't go in there and ask for a four-wheel alignment because there's a good chance that you're going to have the wiggle when you leave, plus your wallet's going to be a little thinner. Yeah. Under Real quick, because I hear this all the time, and this is one of my pet peeves, and I'm not trying to take it out on you, but I get this every single day of my life is I have this vibration. I need, I need an alignment. Oh, I know. They, they Those are absolutely unequivocally unrelated. Uh, under under no no circumstances, you have a tire balance issue, you have a bent wheel, you've got a hub issue, hub, hub centering, something like that, has absolutely nothing to do with an alignment. And, and that's where we have to be on our toes right. because we have to redirect them to give me the symptoms, don't give me your exactly. diagnosis. Right. But the diagnosis came from her father in Kentucky who's been working on cars long before you were a memory in your mother's eyes. That's okay. And all that other stuff. Right. So those are the kinds of issues that we have to, but I agree with all of these guys. Um, we, 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 we don't want to have that conversation with a customer. Just tell us what we, you want us to fix, and, and we'll, we'll do that real well, but to align it. And now, alignments, we do four-wheel alignments. Yes. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. We have lots of symptoms for four-wheel alignments, tire wear, dog tracking, and a lot of other things. But it's not something that's going to – it has to be – you do a four-wheel alignment to fix something. Not to make your car feel my, better my tires, and not to drain tires, your wallet. Yeah, my tires are fine. I mean, they're they're. I don't see any uneven wear. Or, he uh, he uh, threw a weight or something. Yeah. He, he probably just got slight out of balance. Yeah, I, I let's just go after the wiggle. You know what I mean? Yeah. Just okay. that's it. Just go uh -huh. after the wiggle now. He, he, here's what you can do to help your shop. When I drive at 46 miles an hour to 50, I feel the wiggle in the steering wheel, and the steering wheel goes left and right slightly. Gosh, if you right. come in. And, and you say something like that, I want to hop over the counter and hug you because nobody does that. They just save themselves a lot of money, and they put me on the yeah. right track. But when you send your wife in there and tell us to do a four-wheel alignment, and then you call us up and you're mad because you didn't fix it, then the question is, is we weren't fixing anything. Your wife told us to yeah. do this. So in your case, it, it it's really that. If you can demonstrate that, 
how much, answer this question, guys, how much in diagnostics is he going to save if he'll just take a tech and demonstrate it? Dollars. Dollars. It's it's easy to, you know, save half hour to an hour. I mean, you're talking 75 to 125 bucks. Exactly. That's exactly my point. At at the minimum, it's 50 bucks. If I can send a technician with you, you're going to save at least $50 if you can show him how to do it. Yeah. 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 You know, at at the lower speeds, it's fine. It's only over 70 miles an hour, which I know is about the speed limit. It's a a tire balance issue. It isn't, so. Okay. It's uh, it's only over 70 miles an hour. Okay. Alan says it's a tire balance issue, but here's the deal. If you were to swap... If he wanted to diagnose it himself, swap fronts to back, backs to fronts, and see what happens. Yeah. Because if Alan's right, okay. then we just move the problem to the other axle. And and if it changes, then you go, yep, Alan got one right for his forever. Yep, yeah. that's right. <laughs> so anyway, well, good luck to you, Chuck. Thank you very much. That's a, that's a good answer. So when we, we, we were going to talk... You need, to do, what? you need to do your business there? Any business? Oh, no, I don't have any business there. I already talked Blackwell. Can, do I have to talk nice about Blackwell? <laughs> I don't really want to. 40th Street and Greenway, he's a good guy. He's a little harsh around the edges. He, he calls people's wives' names and stuff like that. <laughs> he must have known you for a long time. And he, might, and he is a mirror image of me. <laughs> um, but And we talked about automatic transmission exchange. The only one we haven't really talked about is Harker's, and that name did come up. But Harker's Auto at 38th Avenue Indian School had been around a long time, and I tell the story time and time again, and this was just the wizard. The car came in and had an, a huge estimate of $1,700, I think, to fix and a, uh, an evaporator, um, um, what the heck was it? Oh, um, a heater core in a BMW. And, uh, and it was blowing uh, water through the vents. And so they were up against a $1,700 estimate. And as all we know, the tray in the evaporator case, the, the drain was plugged. Yeah. And so they determined that. And so they stuck something up in the drain, dislodged it, then... I under, they won't admit this, but I'm pretty sure they got some um, electric-powered blowers and hooked them to the vents, and then they blew all that crap out the vent <laughs> and the car was fixed, and yeah. it was like a $100 repair. Yeah. yeah. So it was. that's the kind of guys, and just like you guys at Kurtz and just like Harker's, all the shops are good guys when they do stuff like that. Yeah. So Harker's is a good guy. We're going to take a break, and we're going to come back in just a minute. Bad decisions limit future options. Make enough bad decisions, and you will destroy your life. Listen to The Floodline with your host, Rick Hughes, every Sunday morning at 7.30 a.m. on 960 The Patriot. The Floodline describes a main line of resistance in your soul, built on God's Word. Join us every Sunday for 30 minutes of inspiration, motivation, education, all without manipulation. That's The Floodline with Rick Hughes, heard here every Sunday morning at 7.30 a.m. on 960 The Patriot. Take the Patriot with you wherever you go. The 960 The Patriot mobile app. Your Alexa, TuneIn, iHeart, and Radio.com. It's your voice of reason 24-7. They knock us down. We get stronger. They try to silence us, but our voice just got louder. The new wave is coming. We've succeeded. People just don't want to recognize it because it challenges their narrative. It challenges their assumption. So they got to try to find a boogeyman. Brace socialism, they think it's great. If you want to go outside and celebrate Joe Biden, if you want to kick around a pillowed effigy of Donald J. Trump, that's perfectly safe. The tech overlords censoring our speech, right? I call this diet fascism. They say, you can't see this, you can't see this. We're doing it to protect you. It's for, it's for your safety. Speaker Pelosi was holding the American people 
people hostage for political gain. This was never about what was best for the American people, never about honest policy disagreement. It was about preventing President Trump from getting any credit. It was about politics. Candace, DeSantis, Crenshaw. Really, the conservative voice has never been stronger. 960 The Patriot, a voice that speaks for you. Hey, guys, let's play some video games. This new dad plays video games with his sons. But the challenge feels like he's lifting a metric ton. So many buttons. His avatar just stares at the walls, twists and turns and somehow falls. Help me. He's tangled up in the controller's cords. I just don't understand this crazy digital world. Crazy, crazy digital world. But the love from his kids is totally apparent. Ooh. See, you don't have to be perfect to be the perfect parent. You should have just played catch. You don't have to be perfect to be a perfect parent. Thousands of siblings in foster care will take you just as you are. For more information on how you can adopt, visit AdoptUSKids.org. A public service announcement from the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services, Adopt US Kids, and the Ad Council. Dad? This is fun. I didn't think I'd like kayaking. Well, I'm glad you enjoyed it. But I think it's time to head back in. Okay. Can we come back? Sure. Hey, be careful getting out of the boat. It's a kayak, Dad. (laughs) I'm going to return the kayak. Can we walk home? How about a taxi? It's a short fare from your neighborhood to your naturehood. Visit discovertheforest.org to find a neighborhood park or green space near you. Brought to you by the Ad Council and the U.S. Forest Service. You don't need to get a second job as a stuntman to save money. We need a new stuntman! You just need FeedThePig.org. Don't get left behind. Get tips and tools at FeedThePig.org. Brought to you by the American Institute of CPAs and the Ad Council. Well, let's push all the buttons and make sure that we're all clear. Mark Salem sitting here with Alan, my son, and we've got Kurt, and we've got uh, 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 Eric from Kurt's Automotive, I-17 and Bell. You know, sometimes I'm wondering if you're really losing it or if you're just messing around. No, I'm really losing it. I can tell you that right now. I, you can ask my wife. <laughs> and, and when she hears that I called some lady a name, uh, then she's really going to have an opinion on that. But anyway, it was all in fun, and I think I made it up. Yeah. And I, and I hope she took it with the, I mean, I didn't really mean it or anything. You know what I mean? Okay, so from our industry point of view, we have, we're going to go back. You had a, a subject matter at one of the breaks that we were going to talk about, and I don't, Alan, I don't remember what it was. No, it, it was just the, you, you, you talk about the, uh, you know, owner's manual and stuff like this, and even even the dealers like to manipulate, and, and there's a lot of interpretation on the on the owner's manual. We ran into an issue a while back with a 604 Ford, and um, it had popped the rockers off that passenger side where they all do it, yep. and um he was trying to get the dealership to cover. I don't remember what happened, and I ended up getting into an ar- argument with them. And, th- and they said these these engines need to be uh, the, the the engine oil needs to be changed every five thousand miles. And I said, really? show me in the in the owner's manual. And he says, see right here, see seventy five hundred, or unless you're in extreme conditions. And I said, oh okay, okay, uh, that's interesting. I said, how so Arizona's in extreme condition? I can I can understand that. What other states are in a um, or where other areas are in extreme? Oh, the entire United States. <laughs> Okay. The entire United States. It 
that is an argument that happens all the time, yeah. as, as all of us know that. Yeah. It's, it's everybody has their own tilt to it, and we're going to blame things on it. Mm-hmm. it. It That is every day of our lives. Yeah. At least once a week, twice a week, three times a week, we have to deal with those kinds of issues to describe extreme. Excessive hot, excessive cold, the oil, the brand of oil. You have to use our oil, not mm-hmm. everybody else's oil. All that kind of stuff. You have all of those moving parts. That makes it really difficult. And especially if you're arguing against somebody that the customer has faith in their ability, which is my nephew out of Pennsylvania. Yeah. And he's talking to me for the very first time, or Grandpa is talking to me at the very first time. And so now I'm going, I don't think this is a battle I'm going to win. Yeah. yeah. I, I, I'm going to win. So, <clears throat> And then as our hair gets less and less <laughs> and gets thinner and grayer, you learn to say... I, I would think that if you want to use your grandson's maintenance re- regime, then go ahead and do that. Just have him dictate what it is that you need to have done yeah. and keep track of it. Yeah. Because nobody really wants that responsibility to work off of his schedule when it could cause problems that would reflect poorly on me. Yeah. Yeah. So that's kind of how it, how it works. It's a difficult thing. Mm-hmm. How do you get past that? Yeah. I don't, I don't know the answer to that. Anyway, did you have anything else? <clears throat> well, going back, let's go back to the beginning of the show. Okay. Uh, we were talking about maintenance intervals, how you follow, different things like that. Uh, there's none of us here that won't say that this oil will last ten to fifteen thousand miles on your on your on your semi blends or your full synthetics. Uh, we've done oil tests at seventy five hundred miles on our blends that we as our standard oil change, and they all come back good. The problem we have is we don't want to see that car once a year because we don't know whether you developed a problem in that year and you've run that thing low on coolant now, you're running it low on oil, you're running of diluted oil, things like that. So uh, we like to see them on a regular, about every 5,000, some people that want to run a little longer. We know that we've given them capable oil that if they happen to push it a little bit, but it's the best in the customer just to make sure that and there's a lot of customer customers will come in we'll look things over and they'll leave and not not do hardly anything because there's nothing wrong we're not trying to sell them something but it's in their best interest to see us at least twice a year and i i like how you put that and i i couldn't agree with you more this long i don't have to see your car for a year bothers me as well because there's so many things so let me ask all of you how long will it take you to to give that car in in minutes or seconds or hours? How long will it take you to walk around that car and check stuff in order to kind of say to the customer, I see nothing that needs work or I see something that needs work? How long is that inspection going to take? About 15 minutes. 15 to a half hour, depending upon the size of the... And depending on where you're going to go with it, if it's going to have to be racked. But basically, let me... Let me do my best to encompass what. At 3,000 miles, we used to check all the belts, the hoses, the fluids, the tires, the brakes, all that stuff. Right. When now we Then we went from 3,000 to 5,000 to 7,500. Now we're up to 10,000 and 12,000 and 15,000. Yeah. We'd like to see you in the middle because yeah. lots of bad things can happen. We right. can have coolant in the engine oil. We can find all kinds of problems that are running off the fan belts. All of a sudden, we've got this, this uh, idler pulley that's... Uh, it tilted at a. We wanted it at a ninety degree, <laughs> and it's at and seventy-five. 75 yeah. how, how and often, they won't make noise. And they won't make noise. How often do you guys? Uh, how often does 
the phrase, did you know your water pump's leaking? I mean, come out of your mouth. I mean, they, oh, they, they it, don't know. They don't know. Yeah, you know, they're they're driving. When it's, when it's under pressure, it's blowing backward. They get home. They don't pay attention or it evaporates or whatever they did. You know, the easiest thing to do is if you want to get in between an oil change, just call and say you want a trip check. Yeah. Yeah, I'm going check. on a trip. That's it. Yeah. A trip check. We're going to check all the tires and, uh, you know, do all that. Just, just say, I'm not ready for my oil change. I just want a trip check. Whether you're going on a trip or not is is unimportant. Just call it a trip check. I like that. I like that, and I'll tell you why. Because a trip check is is we're looking into the we're doing the best we can to look into the future. How long is your trip? I'm going to be gone for three days. Okay. Well, I'm looking for stuff that's going to happen in the next three days or in the next yeah. Couple and they're going miles. to go into Cal across the Mojave Desert at 118. So we're going to look at the cooling system. Yep. Bingo. So it's what else could we call it other than a trip check? I well, I like that. Yeah. I mean, that's, again, it doesn't matter to us if you're going on that's, a trip. That's what uh, we do a lot of those on the on the worksheets. We get the customers ask for a pre-trip inspection. Okay. That's, and, and we we've just coined that phrase for our customers that they just want a general look over. They want to make sure it's all good for the next six months or you know three months or whatever. Just to run through the hot time of the year. We could we could call it a go no go inspection. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it, I, I understand we could put lots of words to it, but. I think the idea, is, and I agree with it 100%, we're not seeing our customers as often as we should. And, and, and certainly some in our industry are going to take advantage of this trip inspection to sell the heck out of them. Yeah. What we're more interested in is, is looking, and, and no one has better eyes than we have. No right. one has more experience than we have. We're going to open the hood, check the fluids, look at the belts and hoses, look at the tires, walk around the car, maybe take it for a quick spin, hand the keys back and say, I don't see anything that I, I that you couldn't take my kids to Disneyland. Yeah. Right? Yeah. So maybe that's something that we, let's work on coming up with a name for that where we could kind of just coin that phrase with respect to what is it exactly do we want them to say to us when they come in or they'll call and say, hey, can I wait for this? And the answer is going to be yeah, yeah. right? Yep. It's uh, not Monday mornings or Friday afternoons yeah. for obvious reasons, but, yeah, it's something we could wait for. Yeah. And pe- people don't understand that we don't like, you know, as much as they don't want to break down going to California, we don't want to get that phone call Monday morning and say I'm stuck in Blythe, you know. Oh, uh, yeah. yeah. I mean, we don't, especially, you know, any customer, but a good customer. I mean, that doesn't make anyone feel good. And and, and in reality, all of us here, I, I, how long, how often, how many miles are you going between oil changes on the primary vehicle you drive? Uh, 7,500. Alan? Uh, 8,000 on the Ford. About seven. Okay, I'm at 12 on my Dodge. Yeah. Well, on my Dodge, I go 12 or 15. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm at 12,000 miles on the Dodge, but I'm still popping the hood when I get to get, check oh, the, yeah. the gas, and I'm still looking at the tailgate to see if it's covered with oil. Yeah, <laughs> I'm still doing all, all, all that kind of stuff, so it makes a big difference. Yeah. So, all right, we got a caller. Who might that be? Say hello to Chris. Chris, good morning. Hey, guys. How's it going? Uh Basically, a lot of people nowadays don't even know how to check oil. You know, they, oh, I make too much money. I take it in. And it's kind of silly. And I always tell them, look for something on the ground. If you got a light on, take it in and get checked. But my question is, watch a NASCAR at Talladega. And you know when two guys get in line and pushes the front guy? Uh-huh. If you get three or four guys in line, does that push the guy even faster? Or not really? That was... Basically, a NASCAR question. <laughs> are we talking about I passing you guys gas here, or what are we talking about? <laughs> Dra- dra- drafting. You might drafting. Yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah. we can answer that. All right, Brain Trust. I'm thinking. I, I, 
I don't know the answer to that. I don't know if it if it accentuates it or if it uh, if it accentuates the, the drafting or if it makes it worse. I, I don't know the answer to that he, based on the number. We're going to open up a can of worms that we're going to be sorry yeah. for. But is that when I work for NASCAR, uh, evidently the air goes over the top of the car and then it creates a vacuum behind it. Right. Right. Okay. So if yeah. you put three or four cars in there, then you have three or four the vacuum cleaners that are running. Right. So the push on the very back of the chain is bigger the more cars that are in the chain. I can tell you I like following semis. Oh, yes. When I'm pulling, well, you know, it, it really makes a big difference. You know, because <laughs> there, at that point, you're, you're only creating a vacuum on the very back. So so, so you're the, the only – no, that, that would not. One, one is sucking two behind it. He's but it's not two. because it's not creating a vacuum because it's not it's not going down behind the car because the cars okay. are so close. So it's just going. So there's only vacuum in the back. So it's got to be just this. It, it's got to be two cars. Okay, I'm putting my foot okay. down. It's got to be just two. Okay. <laughs> All right, All right. Um, it's Alan at SalemBoysAuto.com. Alan at SalemBoysAuto.com. If you want to, to uh, square him away, yeah. I don't have an. an, an, an I, I can tell you when you get wind buffeting and things like that. If you're pulling, especially trailers and things like that. Get right behind a semi. You're not going to be going too fast. They run good speeds, and it's way smoother to drive behind a semi. I know, but they're sucking you along. I know. You can actually tuck in behind them (laughs) if they'll they'll let you. If they start flashing their lights, they're telling you, get off my car. You're a little too close. And they can't see you. Yeah. Yeah. It, but but I don't know the answer. Yeah. I don't. Yeah. Um, Chris, thanks for um, ruining the whole show by asking us a question that we don't even know the answer to. And and so we're all going to pass, and we're going to punt, and we're going to say, I don't know. I can tell you that, like you, I like to to pull in behind the fast big trucks yeah. and and stay close enough to where if the rock comes off, it hits the grill and not my windshield. Yeah. But on the other hand, it's it's something to it. Fuel economy is is a little bit yeah. better when you're being, and it's a lot smoother, a lot less wind buffing. Yeah. Okay. Well, at the end of the day, we've gotten as much trouble as we possibly can get into trouble. It the the issue I think at the end of the day, what I'd like to do is is those of you out there that um, do business with guys like us that fix cars, I would say that if you're going ten thousand to fifteen thousand miles between oil changes. I think it's in your best interest to call and ask us to just give you a visual checkover of the car while you wait on some Wednesday afternoon at 2 o'clock or something like that. Let us pull your, look at your fluids, your belts, your hoses, your fluids, your tires. Let us look for, and, and tell us, if, especially vibrations and pulls. It goes left. It goes right. It vibrates the seat of my pants. It vibrates the whole car. It vibrates the steering wheel. Those are the kinds of discussions we can have. Now, if that were the parameters, what would your charge be? Uh, um. It depends on the on the situation. It could go in anywhere from nothing on a really good customer and it didn't sideline a tech very long to maybe twenty five dollars. I agree. I'm thank you for that. That's that's what you're absolutely right. If it's an old time customer, and and we've got customers, we're into twenty two thousand, yeah, yeah. twenty three thousand. We've got Mrs. You know, no, we're like thirty eight thousand. Thirty eight. I'm yeah, sorry. Yeah, sorry. We've got customers that are three digit and two digit yeah. customers. So I mean, they can they 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 can have whatever they want. They get what they want. Yeah, but but you're right. It's just really a matter of bringing it in and just sitting down and let us look it over. And we're going to say pass or fail. Yeah. And here's yeah. why. Yeah. And, and and under the best of conditions, you'll have enough faith in your shop to know that they're not going to take that as a reoccurring sales opportunity. Right. So we're going to get and everybody under, to come and in. And under best of conditions, don't come in the day before you have to leave for vacation. Because, That's a good point. You yeah. know what I mean? Because yeah. if we have to do a water pump or something like that, it, it could 
give us a week, you know. Yeah, give us some time if you're going to be taken yeah, off and, yeah. and, and stuff like that. And that's that's typically where it is. Okay, well, if you want to complain to the management of the station, then the four guys that were here on the radio today is Jim Kurt Rock from Kurtz Automotive. Eric, what's his last name? Newton. Newton. Eric Newton from Kurtz Automotive. Alan Salem and the guest host. And I forgot what his name was. <laughs> so, but anyway, next Saturday we'll be here talking about cars. You're welcome to you join hope. us. My email address is mark at marksalem.com. Mark at marksalem.com. Wear your seatbelt, drive safe, and say thank you to somebody who does something nice.